233. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm Keith. I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. So the book of Nahum, short, quick, to the point. Yeah. Straight to the point. Yeah. Yo, God is going to judge Assyria, yep. right? He's going to judge Nineveh. That's the capital of Assyria. We said that before. And he's going to use this guy, Nahum, to collect all of these prophecies and oracles to say that. Right. <laughs> In so many words. Like, yo, it's a wrap for y'all. Yep. Right? I'm coming to bring justice and judgment. And I love how the beginning of it starts off. And he's like, the Lord is a jealous and avenging God. I the, just need y'all to know this. Yeah. God is in a... I, avenging. I know we've talked about God being kind, gracious. And yeah. All. He's still all of that. Yeah. But this is the part of God's character that I need the bad guys to mm-hmm. know about. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And he's like, yo, the Lord takes vengeance against his foes, but he's going to say, yo, the Lord is slow to anger, but great in power, all these things. And one of the things the Bible does well that Christians do poorly uh. is they have a complete balance between God and his attributes. Uh, uh, that's right. That's good. You know, notice how the text is going to say, like, yo, God is slow to anger. Ah, but he's also great in power and brings his holy holiness and justice. Right. And it's this concept, man, of, in theology, I've said it before, of divine simplicity, right? God is not made up of parts. Right. Right? He's not part holy, part just, part loving, part kind. Yep. God is his attributes. Yeah. Right? And he's all of them always. Right. right? And another way to put it is all that is in God is God. Right. Right. So it's like, yo, like they are perfectly balanced, right? We don't have to worry about God getting mad at us and flying off the cuff randomly Yeah. because he's always good and he's always just at the same time, even if our minds can't fully comprehend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when God shows his wrath, right, this is not him sitting his love on the shelf and saying, all right, yeah, yeah, I've been Mr. Love and now I'm going to be right now like God's wrath and anger against injustice. Yeah is really a sign of his love, right? And mm, I, mm. I know we've talked about this before, but it's like when a mother bear sees her baby mm. attacked yeah. and it bears its teeth and growls and mauls the attacker, mm. is that the mother's love right. or her wrath? Oh, that's good. Uh, it depends on what side of her teeth you're on, right? If you're on the um, receiving end of her blows, <laughs> It's because you have attacked something that she loves, and out of her love, she's protecting it. And do you know what that expression of wrath does for the baby bear? It comforts them. Mm. Do you know what Nahum's name means? Yeah, comfort. Comfort. So the guy whose name means comfort is writing this book about God's wrath because those two aren't competing. They're complementary. Yeah, and it depends on, like you said... What side of God you on, right. whether it's going to be comfort for you right. <laughs> or bad news for yeah. you. So that's so super good. Uh, great analogy to make sense of this, man. And, um, you know, one of the things that uh, Assyria is known for is just oppression, right? Mm. Oppression against those who are weaker, those who don't have power. Right. And what God is saying is like, yo, whatever you plot against the Lord, he will bring to complete destruction. Oppression will not rise up a second time. In other words, Oppression merits God's judgment. Yeah. Right? Oppression merits God's wrath. Like that's how serious this stuff is. We don't just talk about it just because it's fun and it's like trendy to be kind of like, you know, act this kind of way. No, like 
this stuff merits the wrath of God. And if we believe in the God of the Bible, yeah. we need to say that and we need to be clear and forthright about that. Uh -huh. as well. December 31st, 2014, uh, I made the decision to go bald. Some of my hair started to fall out. And so it's like, yo, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to go bald. Up until that point, the... Uh, I could cut my hair in a certain way where even the like stragglers mm -hmm. would hang on and it looked like I had a hair full of, or, or a head full of hair. There were certain pieces of hair that once I took that razor and I shaved it off, never grew back. Mm. God's like, yo, there are these certain, mm. right, um, follicles of wickedness. Yeah that are hanging on by a thread and God saying, once I uproot them, they're never gonna grow back, right? And so these are the the things that are good news that people can be reminded that, you know, however terrible mm. wickedness is, the people that are oppressing, there is an expiration date. Mm, yeah, no, that's so good, bro. And uh, one of the things you're gonna see here, especially in chapter two is that God is gonna talk about his coming against Assyria like an invasion, right? right? And it's going to sound like, yo, like God is going to raise up this army to come against Nineveh and Assyria. And he will, right? Babylon in 612 is going to come and wipe out Assyria so much so that Assyria is never going to be heard of again. You, There's no Assyria today because God wiped them out. And it's like, yo, like this stuff literally had unfolded in history. Yeah. Um, and yeah, God in the Old Testament is seen as a divine warrior who is going to avenge, he's going to fight against his enemies but also avenge his people, right? And the thing that we need to know is like, God does not sweep any sin under the rug, bro. Uh -huh. Like yeah. he's always going to give the unjust what they deserve. Part of living by faith ah, ah, that's is making God our refuge, ah, right? Yep. Making God our refuge, believing that, yo, like we leave room for God's wrath. We don't have to go kill everybody who right. says something <laughs> right. against us. Um, we leave room for God's wrath, yeah. for him to punish people. Um, as he ought. Yeah. Right. Bro, the end of chapter two, he's just like, beware. I am against you. Yeah. This is God's declaration. And he just goes on and says, I will, I will, I will. And mm -hmm. chapter two is all God saying, look, I'm so powerful. I don't even have to do a surprise attack. <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then I'm still gonna do it, right? Yeah. I, I remember, like, like Jordan. Yeah, I was just about to say that. One of the things that folks would say is that Jordan just knew he was so much better than folks that when he would talk trash, he'd be in the post and he would tell them, "Look, this is what I'm gonna do next time. I'm gonna go between the legs. I'm gonna pull up and I'm gonna make it." And That's crazy. Do it. Yo, I'm gonna do this. And what would frustrate folks is they're like, "I know exactly what he's gonna do, when he's gonna come, where he's going to go." Yeah, but I can't stop him, and, and that's <laughs> I can't what stop I say it with his wrath. Yeah, I can't do nothing. I can't with stop him. it. Yeah, man, and it's so crazy because like this city was a city of bloodshed and violence, mm. and God is like, "Yo, it's gonna be bloodshed and violence mm. in this city," and so He, God, is like fierce here. Um, and the thing is, like, they weren't just sinning. They were sending, they was proud of it. Right. Like, they was like boasting, like, nah, right. like, we do this. <laughs> we take over other nations regardless of what. And God is like, yo, like, I'm going to really show y'all. You guys are prostituted yourself with idols as well. I'm going to lift you guys skirt up. Like, right. God literally, the Bible is so raw. He's like, yo, I'm going to lift y'all skirt up. Right. Humiliate y'all in front of everybody. 
And folks are gonna be so y'all are so cruel that folks are gonna be celebrating. They're gonna be like, praise God that you brought this justice on this nation. And one of the things, man, that this text is trying to show us. Listen, the good news of the gospel mm. is that God doesn't just save people through the blood of his son, mm. but that one day he is going to avenge the blood of the saints. Mm. Right? That's good. Like he's going to avenge the blood of the saints who've been hurt and oppressed by, yeah, unjust rulers mm. and kingdoms by bringing his own kingdom. Yeah. And Nahum 3 is going to be, like you said, nobody's going to get off the hook. So God's going to be like, yo, get in line. Listen, everybody, I've got receipts of mm -hmm. everybody yeah. that's done this. And Assyria, you can get in line. And the people that are going to come after you, they, too. they can get in line as well. Yeah. But I love Nahum 1-7, right? Mm -hmm. That's the hope, right? That it's a, man, God, what's, what's it? The Lord God is a stronghold in a day of distress. Mm -hmm. He cares for those who take refuge, refuge in him. And that those is open-ended. Mm -hmm. So God has promised to destroy the wicked, but God has said, yo, anybody that wants to get on the right side of these teeth can. You can come. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Praise God. Let's pray. Yeah. Father, we thank you that... um even though as we look around our world, justice seems to be delayed, God, but your word says that it'll never be denied. <sighs> Lord, we can hope uh, and be steadfast because we know we're not waiting on a bus that's never coming. Yes, God. We know we're waiting on the fulfillment of your word, yeah. you bringing your justice at the end of time when Christ comes back. Mm -hmm. God, give us hope to live in light of that reality today. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.